Hello and welcome to the Iowa Hospital Association's podcast, Getting to Know Iowa Hospital Leaders. I'm Joa Hogan, Director of Digital Media and Communications. On this episode, we learn more about Deb Herzberg, President and CEO of Avera Holy Family Hospital in Esterville. Deb was CEO for two critical access hospitals in Iowa and Nebraska. Deb began her career in healthcare as a registered nurse and worked in several positions leading up to her career in executive leadership. Deb is a fellow in both the American College of Healthcare Executives and the National Rural Health Association. She previously was on the National Rural Health Association's Rural Health Policy Board. In Esterville, Deb is a board member on the Chamber of Commerce and the Esterville Area Growth Partnership and is a member of the Esterville Rotary Club. Well, welcome, Deb, and thank you for being on our podcast today. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. That's great. And we're going to start our podcast off with some personal questions, if you don't mind. Sure. As a child or teenager, what job or career did you want to do? Well, I started um, probably right away thinking about something in healthcare, and specifically at that point in time, became a nursing assistant in the hospital in one of our long-term care facilities. What age were you when you had that position? I was 15, just turning 16 when that occurred. Oh, wow. So you did get started in your teens. Well, that's great. I really enjoyed working with the elderly patients. That's kind of why I gravitated toward the nursing home. Um, You know, there's just so much to learn from them. And um, there were always things that brought a smile in getting to visit with them. I, I really enjoyed spending time with my own grandparents. And it was like you had a whole bunch of grandparents when you were at the nursing home. And where did you end up going to college after high school? Um, I decided to go to Iowa Methodist School of Nursing in Des Moines. Um, I had kind of looked at the different types of nursing schools and really felt that Iowa Methodist, um, it was a diploma program, which I don't believe there are any diploma programs anymore in the state of Iowa, and I'm not sure about nationally, but at that point in time, the diploma program, which is basically you went year-round, it was a 33-month-long program, and um, we lived in a dormitory that was had a house mother and we worked at the hospital right that was right next door to the dormitory and that's kind of all been torn down there in Des Moines but really fond memories of my schooling at Iowa Methodist. And currently what do you like to do in your downtime? What are your hobbies? Before the start of COVID um, (laughs) my husband and I um, really enjoyed uh, being outdoors. We enjoy camping. We have a camper. We love going to all of the different parks in the different states around the area. So especially here in um, Northwest Iowa, there's a lot of beautiful opportunities for camping and we spent a lot of time doing that. I also love to collect cookbooks and read them. I read them more like they're novels than necessarily they are uh, uh, cookbooks, but I enjoy that. I enjoy reading in general. I like historical fiction and nonfiction. So probably those are my um, two biggest ones. I'm a a camper myself. What's the most exotic place you've camped around the country? Does anything come to mind? You know, um, we spent, well, probably, you know, I would have to say one of the best places that we've spent time at was uh, down in Missouri at Mark Twain 
park down there. Great place to go. Missouri has lots of nice campgrounds. One of the ones that's really close here is over in Nebraska. There's a couple of Indian Cave State Park is a, a really one that has a lot of uh, meaning to us. We've been there a lot of times. It's right on the Missouri River. Great place to go. So those have probably been our, our favorite spots. We don't go long distance camping, you know, just mainly in the Midwest here in the, the States here. I'd love, I want to, um, because I haven't had the opportunity to go up and explore in uh, Minnesota, I want to go explore some of the Minnesota areas to camp. I consider myself a canoeer, and I've always heard lots of good talk about like the boundary waters up there in northern Minnesota. Yeah, I actually have been to the Boundary Waters and canoed the Boundary Waters. So that is a really fun thing to do, and you should make sure that that gets done. Okay, absolutely. That sounds great. What would you be doing today if you weren't in healthcare? Really good one. Um, You know what I'd be doing? I'd be running my own coffee shop um, uh, with um, baked goods and selling antiques and sharing books. Uh, secondhand books, selling them as well. Ah, perfect. I would like to visit that place. And for those folks that are listening that possibly haven't ever been, can you tell us a little bit about Esterville or what's some things you enjoy about it? You know, Esterville, um, I believe it's been called the City of Trees. It has, you know, in the fall and in the spring here, you know, in the spring when the trees are greening up, it's just gorgeous. We have so many trees in this community. And we sit the Des Moines River, part of it runs through Esterville. And it's just beautiful along that people do a lot of canoeing there. We also um, have swinging bridge here that goes over the river that we have several walking trails. Esterville is beautiful in the fall because of all of the trees, of course, and the turning the leaves this year were especially beautiful. We have quite a bit of manufacturing here. Uh, really, we um, have an eggplant that is here. We have a plant that makes the inside of wheels for race cars. We do, we have Iowa Lakes Community College here. We're the home for that. It's a really nice community college, does a lot of great things here in the community. Esterville sits close to the Minnesota border. We're about eight miles from Minnesota. So unfortunately, we do have a tendency to get a lot of snow. And um, it seems to be a bit colder up here. But I've really enjoyed the seasons up here. And just a really nice area to live in. Esterville is, I think, we're kind of a a silent beauty. You know, you go over to Spirit Lake, which is about 15 miles from Esterville. And that's a really hop and happen in place. And, you know, you certainly can travel over there when you want to do a lot of things. But, you know, you can come back home living in Esterville. And it's just a nice, really quiet town with a lot of great people in it. Oh, perfect. Thank you. As president and CEO of Avera Holy Family Hospital, what does a typical day look like for you? Generally, it starts, you know, depends on the morning, depending upon whether there's early morning meetings or not. Um, kind of getting a lay of the land of how things are going for the day here around the facility, especially during COVID and this day and age is just making sure to see how everybody is doing. You know, there's a lot of worry, a lot of angst that our employees are experiencing now. Caring for COVID patients is a challenge and that just adds a whole nother um, level of stress. But we have some great employees who've done, um, you know, a really good job, um, a great job of really making it through all of this. 
there's always paperwork to be done, meetings to be had, you know, but it, it really is checking in and making sure that I kind of sometimes I really see myself as the barrier remover. So if there are things that need to be um, taken out of people's way that are that are getting them from getting their job done, things that they may need that they can't get because there's something in the way. I try to be that person who can be there to help them get those barriers removed. Or that does lend itself to my next question, and maybe that kind of answered it there. But what would you say is your leadership style or philosophy? I would say that my leadership style is pretty much, you know, I'm not a micromanager, and I I want our leaders to be making decisions on their own. I, I want to be there to support them. I mean, there are definitely times when the decision has to rest with me. But I certainly want there to be a lot of times where they can make those decisions on their own, or there are times when we really have to work together to come together on what the best decision is going to be. So I guess that's really where I fall to is is I really want to be there to support them and to help them to do their best. We have some great people in our leadership positions here at the hospital. You know, I want to be their cheerleader and to help them through whatever difficulties they may be experiencing. Being in healthcare at such a young age and growing into it and advancing your career, would you say that that helped prepare you in your current role as president and CEO? Oh, absolutely. You know, you learn a lot of things through the way. You learn a lot of things that you shouldn't do, (laughs) um, and you learn a lot of things that you should do. And, you know, I've had some great mentors over my years of being in healthcare that I cannot thank enough. You know, one of them is somebody I know who's well-known through the state, and that's Miff Grotness, who at one point in time was the CEO at Mason City. I've learned so much from those people, and I've been able to take that along with me. And I always tell people, you know, no matter what it is that I have done and no matter where it is that I have been, different roles, you learn something from it. You always have something to take away. And I I think that that's what continues to make you a better person. What project does your organizations have coming up? Well, as soon as we can here, we're trying to, um, there are some changes that we, the pharmacy needs to be making. And so that's probably the biggest project. We actually completed in June of 2019, a new ER project. And so we have a whole brand new, beautiful ER that has been really helpful, especially during these trying times that we're in. So we don't really have any major, like what I would call building projects or anything that other than that, other than what we need to do in the pharmacy. You know, we're really working hard on our patient satisfaction and our quality is always very important to us. And that's all really always at the top of what we're looking at and and how we can continue to make improvements there. And you did mention you had some folks that you admired throughout your career. What's the best advice you were ever given? The one best piece of advice that I, I have as a takeaway, there's several I could think of, but one is to always have fun and to find the fun that you can't Don't take yourself too seriously and don't take what you're doing too seriously because in order to do a good job and to continue to have the resiliency that you need to do your job, you got to find some fun and you got to have some happiness and you got to like what you're doing. I appreciate that very much. Well, thank you so much, Deb. We have one last question for you. What's a life-changing lesson COVID-19 has taught you? To be grateful for what you have to not always expect that 
things are going to go exactly in your life like you think that they're going to do. You know, we always think we have a plan for everything and we always think that we know the answer and we always think that we can absolutely know the answer and everything's going to just go without a problem. And the life lesson for me, I think through this whole pandemic is that we don't always have the answer. We don't sometimes even have a clue what the answer is. And we've got to take it one day at a time, even sometimes one hour, one minute at a time. And to always, always be grateful and thankful for what we have today. Well, thank you so much, Deb Herzberg, President and CEO of Avera Holy Family Hospital in Esterville. This has been great. And we thank you so much for your time. You're very, very welcome. Good to talk to you. Thank you for listening. Please join us next time to get to know another Iowa hospital leader.